Hi there, Rabbi. I see you're enjoying the great outdoors today. The outdoors is always a good place to, to think, to reflect, and to talk to you. Well, and I always enjoy talking to you from my dank, dark office cluttered with stuff. But uh, I have a somewhat serious topic to go over with you today. Um, uh, in the news, we have talks of executions and the death penalty being enacted. Uh, it has started being enforced more and more uh, in different states in the United States and, of course, around the world. Now, here we draw the line in the sand. I was raised Catholic, and the Catholic Church has a very dim view. By that, I mean no death penalty. They're constantly... You know, they're firmly against that. But uh, the saying, uh, I want to go Old Testament on you, um, is a popular expression, meaning that in the Torah stories, God is very punishing and not afraid to turn somebody into a pillar of salt or flood the earth or anything else, whatever it takes. What, what's the fundamental difference here? The, the Torah makes it clear, an eye for an eye, a tooth for a tooth, a life for a life. So now we have the basic text. In the Talmud and the Midrash and the Mishnah, the rabbis of the period were very disturbed or bothered by the idea of the death penalty. And so in rabbinic fashion, they created rules and regulations that if Jewish courts were ever to exist and we follow Jewish law, it would be impossible to institute the death penalty because they built so many fences around the witnesses, the process, how it's to be done so that it wouldn't happen. Okay, Those are all technical. Okay. Let's, let's go back to the Torah, a life for a life. Is this to be a deterrent? So that if someone's thinking about killing or someone kills, they'll stop because they don't want their life to be taken. Or is this to be punishment? Or is this supposed to be vengeance? And we hear that argument all the time. Do we use the death penalty to deter? Or do we use the death penalty to get even, get rid of? And part of the argument is, if someone walks into a building, someone walks into a mall, a school, a place of worship, and kills lots of people, doesn't society have the right to take away that person's life because they already said they don't want to be part of our society. So we're going to take them out of society. We're going to put an end to their life. That seems to bother a lot of people. The idea that taking a life is a deterrent bothers a lot of people because that doesn't seem to work. Here then comes our biblical question. Do we want to take out of society, no, out of life, someone who has wantonly taken the lives of others? And I'm gonna, I'm gonna say, Joe, if someone walks into any place and with malice of forethought, with malicious intent, kills and destroys other human beings, I think it's time to take their life. And I think we have good biblical justification. 
I think the Catholic Church and Judaism have lots of technicalities. But technicality doesn't change the basic teaching. And that's up to the court to decide. Let the court decide if it's first degree, second degree, accidental, vehicular. Let them decide, does this individual deserve to stay in society? And what purpose would it serve to lock them up for life? There are many documented cases of people who reform and later become, even if they stay in prison, model examples of clearer thinking and how to deal with mental illness, how to deal with society's problems, counselors for other inmates and other programs. Mm -hmm. That is a positive that comes from it. And the other argument is it doesn't bring anybody back to take them out. Now, I admit, most of the people who load up on firearms, and we're not going to go down that path, um, uh, and walk into a building with the intent of taking, racking up a high score, as, as they might say, don't intend to survive the event at all. Uh, a lot of the right. people who run probably change their minds. Hey, you know, maybe I could get away with this and run for it. We have to find a reason to make it a positive as opposed to just like eliminating people and turning them into fertilizer is one thing, I suppose. You introduce mental illness. One of the things we want to track is, are we dealing with someone that truly has problems cognitively? And again, lawyers will twist and turn things in order to get clients off and look, uh, there are a lot of criminals out on the streets. There were rapists and murderers in downtown D.C. that got off because they had a great attorney that demonstrated that somehow their father didn't play ball with them or their mother made them play with dolls. Therefore, they got them off. We have to get rid of that technical nonsense and, and do some serious analysis. If someone truly, truly is what we having mental issues, that's different. But from most of what I read about mass killings, they're not, they are not psych patients. This isn't about any form of mental illness. This is with malice of forethought. These people were thinking, they were torturing, they were doing all kinds of things. And by doing that act, you have pronounced to me, I no longer want to be part of the human race. I want off the carousel, I want out. So we're going to help you. We're going to take you out. End. Well, I think we're going to have to agree to disagree on this one because I think the onion needs to be sliced a little bit thinner. But thank you as always. I don't want to spoil your pretty day outside by going too far down this rabbit hole. Well, you brought up the onion, and that's only because you have fake alligator tears and you <laughs> want to cry over capital punishment. There are times when it is appropriate and let's put aside the Jewish technical excuses and let's go back to the Torah. Well, I want to throw one more at you. Sister Bernadette in the fifth grade answered this very question in detail by saying, better that a hundred guilty men go free than one innocent man be punished unjustly. I would agree with her if our legal system wasn't stilted and if our legal system wasn't so absurd that more guilty get off and then go out to commit more crimes in downtown DC. 
six more murders last night, Joe. And now you're pissing off the lawyers. Good luck with that. <laughs> Have a great day, Rabbi. <laughs> Goodbye, Joe. Thank <laughs> you.